Hey guys, welcome to IntelliPath Podcasts. We're here to offer you the best discussions regarding certification courses, top technologies, and a lot of trending things. Well, with the world pushing out around 2.5 quintillion bytes of data every single day, it becomes very important that we find methods to scale ourselves and to scale the systems around us to make them capable, uh, you know, of handling huge amounts of data and putting them to good use, right? Well, with this, it becomes extremely vital that you know the differences that lie in between big data and Hadoop. Let us now begin this podcast. In a world where we are surrounded by companies which ingest and produce about terabytes and petabytes worth of data, well, it this poses as a huge challenge even to the latest technologies and the tools out there to handle all the big data requirements. And in this session, we're going to compare big data head-on with Hadoop to understand all of these concepts better. And here's the agenda for today. We'll start out by quickly checking an introduction to big data. And after this, we can understand why handling big data is so important in today's world. And followed by this, we can take a quick introduction and insight towards Hadoop and find out why Hadoop is such an important tool and where Hadoop is used as well. And after this, we're going to have a head-on comparison, as I just mentioned, with respect to Hadoop and Big Data and to see where each of it stands. And guys, if you have any queries, make sure to head down to the comment section and do let us know and we'll be happy to help you out at the earliest. And if you guys are looking for end-to-end course certification in Big Data, IntelliPath provides the Big Data Hadoop certification training program where you can learn all of these concepts thoroughly and earn a certificate at the same time. Now, without further ado, let's start the class. So coming to the first item on the agenda is big data. So we'll have a quick introduction to big data to understand it. But then guys, before that, we need to understand what data actually is, right? So what is data if we have to break it down to simple terms? Well, data can be called as facts related to any objects that we're actually talking about right now. For example, you might think about, you know, data to be something that is useful or useless at the same time as well. Well, why do I say useless? Well, unless you convert this entity called data into something called as information, it is not going to be much helpful in most of the case. A data is going to be that raw, unruly entity, which is hard to work with. But then as soon as it becomes information, then it's at its most useful, right? So this is the reason. And then when we talk about the different types of data we have age video audio images you know social media data and much more for example age is a numeric data right so age can be anywhere a little above zero all the way till 100 or depending on what species we are talking about as well but then when we talk about video video is a type of unstructured data if you do not know what unstructured data uh, means do not worry at this point of time but then yeah, we have images as well, we have music, and then imagine the tons and tons of amount of data that we see and make use of in the world of social media. We have messages and encrypted messages in WhatsApp, we have tweets in Twitter, uh, again, images, audio, and uh, you know, videos in Facebook, and then we have so much more of the same content or similar content on Instagram as well, and much more. So the first thing we need to consider when we talk about big data is we need to understand what do we mean by big data? Well, as the name suggests big data basically means huge amounts of data guys so it's basically what we're trying to say is that there are huge amounts of data that will pretty much be worked on analyzed on and much more and after processing these huge amounts of data what we'll actually do at the end of it is we'll make sure you know we get some patterns out of these data we reveal some trends from these data some associations and you know something especially related to human behavior interactions and how we can go about you know making this data a 
friendlier entity to work with at the end of the day. Well, patterns and trends form a part of data analytics, which eventually uh, works under the same umbrella, what we call as uh, data science, because a big data engineer's job is to make sure the data comes into the organization. A data scientist's job is to make sure uh, the data is processed with hand. A data analytics expert will go on to visualize all the data given by the big data engineer and the data scientist. So when we talk about uh, big data analytics as a subject, well, what is it? Well, the most simplest thing is that it is the process of examining huge amounts of data to basically, again, do the same thing. We'll understand market trends. We'll try figuring out the customer preferences. Uh, we'll bring out hidden patterns. We'll see what are the sales like. We can do forecasting, trend hunting, trend spotting, and much more at the same time. So the branch which goes about doing that is called as the big data analytics, guys. But then you might have heard of another term. It is analysis and you might have heard of this term which is analytics as well, right? So there is a subtle difference in between the two. So what we're basically trying to tell here is that, you know, with respect to analysis, when we talk about it, what we're trying to say is that, you know, we'll be using the past data, all the data that has been generated, all the data that has been, uh, you know, stored and worked with to basically give us some sort of results from that particular data. When we talk about analytics, analytics talks a lot about the present and the future because with respect to analytics, again, we'll be using the past data here as well but then we're going to be using the current data too to predict uh, you know what will happen in the future guys again it can be trends it can be uh, you know forecasting it can be so many things because at the end of the day the major goal of analytics to rephrase is basically to give us future insights and details regarding certain trends so with that out of the way let us quickly check a little bit more about data because again when we know there are so many types of data and there is so much data in the world right so the one thing you need to understand why handling big data is very important is that there are huge amounts of data in the entire world and we know the cost of storing these data right so when was the last time uh, you know you guys uh, stepped into a computer store or you know any electrical uh, store which supplies computer parts and you got yourself a hard drive because again the prices vary obviously from one country to the other but then when you realize that the cost you're paying is actually a huge amount compared to the data you'll be storing and for us probably you know we'll, we'll be happy with one terabyte of data and two terabytes of data or even less for that matter. But then when you talk about companies, they're going to fill terabytes worth of data every single second. So imagine storing all of that, right? I'm going to just get into that in a second here. But then when you talk about the types of data, as I told you, video is one form of unstructured data, right? There's something called a semi-structured and a structured data as well. So basically with structured data, the machine can figure it out extremely easy because there are certain associations and relationships in between the data. Semi-structured is sort of like that, but not completely guys. And unstructured, the data has to understand the data prior to you know pretty much figuring out and getting insights from the same and when we talk about accessing and processing speed let me give you a quick example to make sure you guys catch on to the concept here so let's say you need to transfer two terabytes worth of data and if you have a network which basically supports 100 mbps uh, channel where you know you can send about 100 mbps every single second to uh, send about two terabytes of data you know it'll take nearly six hours to process all of these data to send it and you know to go about uh, uh, finishing with all the procedures so as you might think of it this might look like you know what two terabytes might be a lot and six hours is less but then when you talk about organizations which have to do these on a daily basis on an hourly basis this becomes a huge task in spending that much amount of time to only transfer a small amount of data guys so 
this brings us to the introduction of Hadoop. What is Hadoop? Most of us might have heard of Hadoop and some of us might not have, right? So Hadoop is basically an open source batch processing system given to us by the people at uh, Apache Software Solutions. And basically what it is, is that, you know, it helps in making sure that a lot of big data is processed. It is under the entire umbrella of big data handling tools and it is supposed to be one of the most important one as well. So it has its own method of storing files, what we basically call it as the Hadoop file system. And you know, to perform certain computations and operations, we have something uh, under Hadoop, which which what we call as MapReduce guys. And then you know, the main important aspects when we talk about Hadoop is to understand that you know, you can work with data in parallel. So let's say you have 100 different computers, 150 different computers where you data is stored. So instead of just waiting on every single computer to pick your data one after the other, uh, you know, this can be used to pick the data at a single instance from all of these 120 instances or machines case. I mean, this was just a simple example to illustrate. But then when we talk about actual use cases, you need to understand that, you know, Hadoop is an amazing tool when we talk about storing data for, through a large spectrum of devices case. And the most important thing that most of us as programmers and, you know, uh, solution providers are concerned with is it is open source or not well yes it is an open source tool and the best part is it supports batch data processing guys so by batch data what we actually mean is data is split into a couple of batches and then worked on there are many things we can talk about batch data and how the data is processed but you need to know at this moment of time that it is out of scope of this particular tutorial Anyway, moving on, coming to the goals and requirements of Hadoop, guys. So the main goal and uh, pretty much, you know, why we need uh, Hadoop is that so there are so many companies out there or so many people who are making use of uh, data at a very rapid pace, right? So all the data sets are growing exponentially and we can even say they're growing out of control. That is how fast data is growing. So we need, we need ways to, you know, handle all of this unstructured and structured data. We need to go about understanding how we can work with it. Coming to one important requirement requirement is that it requires some simple programming models and understanding of basic programming, which can be a huge boon when we talk about providing solutions to the world of big data guys. So to quickly talk about certain use cases of Hadoop, the first one we have is British Airways. British Airways is again one of the world's most renowned airline and they have a program which is called as the Know Me program. The Know Me program basically involves having the, uh, uh, you know, information of all these travelers and all of such in their databases, you know, when the travelers are planning, where they're planning and you know at what time of the year they might plan and much more. They use these you know huge amounts of data to basically understand and perform processing to see how they can you know increase in sales and how they can actually attract uh, more flyers to come into their airlines and pretty much use their services because at the end of the day if that is achieved then you know they can have an increase in sales and this will improve the company's revenue as well. Then coming to the next thing it's Uber. Uber is considered to be one of the world's very renowned uh, provider well again and then you need to know that you know using Hadoop basically the people at Uber were able to achieve 100 plus petabytes of data within one single minute they were able to you know move across these data work with it within one minute guys remember that six hour two terabyte example that I gave you now think about 100 petabytes guys and again pretty much this will help Uber to increase their network in several countries you know it will provide service with pretty much no or very less amount of delay guys 
and then coming to the next company it's amazon amazon's aws is again considered to be one of the world's best uh, cloud solution platform and again they make use of apache hadoop uh, technology to make it a lot easier to access large amounts of computing power since it's a cloud-based company and pretty much you know run all of these data intensive tasks that all of their clients actually go on to require and then next let me give you a numerical insight of how important hadoop actually is for today's world let us consider the case of a couple of social media websites guys since we all use social media i am sure you all can relate to this then when we talk about facebook you need to know that there are 2.3 billion monthly active users and what does that relate to well there are 250 billion photos uploaded to facebook what does this mean? Well, this directly equates to 350 million photos per day, guys. Are you seeing the number? So what Facebook claims is that they generate about four petabytes worth of data every single day. And one petabyte is 10 lakhs worth of gigabytes, guys. So when you talk about petabytes, imagine handling all of this data by, you know, we come to procrastinate or take a break or, you know, meet new people on Facebook. But then this is what is the data which gets generated throughout the world as a product of that. And then coming to another very famous social media website, it's Instagram, guys. Again, there are 40 billion photos that are uploaded to it, which means that, again, there are 95 million photos every single day, 500 million videos every single day. And again, petabytes worth of data used and moved around throughout the Instagram servers, guys. So that's a lot of of data for a social media website right and then coming to twitter as well so a tweet is a simple message it's a text message which we can send you know you can add images videos and whatnot and you can just send it to the people across the world so this basically means that you know twitter gets about 6,000 tweets every single second 500 million tweets every single day and handling this huge quantity takes a lot of skill guys because again when you think about it terabytes worth of data are being uploaded every day to their servers and again as i told you storing data is very expensive so it is it is absolutely a must to make sure that they find the most efficient way to work with the data that they have and especially when it's huge amount of data just like this and this brings us to the quick comparison between big data and hadoop guys the first point i want to discuss with you guys is the meaning well uh, we already know what big data is so big data is just one term which involves a lot of things guys well basically it's a terminology which is used to understand and put forth the ways and methods which are used to handle a lot of data it can be structured data unstructured data and more but then when we talk about Hadoop Hadoop is one of the best frameworks out there right now which is basically meant to handle all of these uh, big data requirements and to process the huge amount amounts of data that we pretty much live among. Then when we talk about processing, again, big data is concerned with processing and utilizing this and as a goal to ensure that, you know, they generate revenue at the end of it. But then when we talk about Hadoop, Hadoop is basically a tool which will make use of all of these big data concepts in a more meaningful way, but by actually processing the data, guys. So big data is concerned with processing the data and giving us a good amount of revenue at the end. Well, Hadoop is a tool which pretty much makes sure that you know all of these big data can be processed and eventually achieve the goal of big data guys and that can be done by the processing power of Hadoop and then when we talk about the techniques which are used well you need to know that you know big data is mainly concerned with data analytics and data analysis as we discussed at the start of the slide so when we talk about Hadoop Hadoop basically makes use of the Hadoop distributed file system or HDFS for short to basically maintain and store all of these data that we're talking about from that point of time and to do this it requires 
requires some processing right hadoop comes just there and then when we talk about the knowledge guys big data as it is and again as you know it at this point of time it is extremely difficult to pretty much you know access the data stored in multiple sources throughout the globe but then when we talk about hadoop Hadoop will let you work with this data very fast. It'll help you work parallelly. It'll make sure your data can be worked on in batches and it can be worked on basically at the end of the day very easily when we compare it to all the tools. And if you guys are curious about the salary, well, here it is. The average salary of a big data engineer is somewhere around 110,000 USD per year. And then the average salary of a Hadoop developer is somewhere around $135,000 per year, guys. So this quickly brings us to the summary of the comparison. You know, I have to say this, guys, the entire world is one big data problem and knowing how to handle all of these problems will actually lead to some really big profits that we've be seeing throughout the world and then when we talk about Hadoop Hadoop tends to be one of the best tools there is in today's open source world of how we can go on to handle huge amounts of data well on that note you guys might be curious about the companies which make use of big data and Hadoop so who's hiring for a big data engineer you know companies such as JP Morgan Qualcomm Adobe Apple uh, General Electric uh, Salesforce and thousands of other companies are hiring for big data engineers on a daily basis so what do you you guys think about big data engineers head to the comment section and do let us know and then again when we talk about hadoop developers everyone from intel facebook netapp morgan stanley amazon google and again thousands of company throughout the globe irrespective of where you are and irrespective of the salary that you demand if you're good at the skills and if you have a good certification training program with the right hands-on experience in the industry level projects that you'll be working with then pretty much you're on your way to becoming a very good Hadoop developer guys. So again, what do you think about this comparison between the big data and Hadoop developers? Do head to the comment section and let me know. Thank you for listening to this session of IntelliPart Podcasts. I hope you guys enjoyed. Subscribe to the show for more upcoming content. In the meantime, you can also learn various technologies from our YouTube channel where we put out expertly curated and presented content every single day. Stay tuned for more and I'll see you on the next one.